Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, 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 cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. September 23rd, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Ed. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Freaky Friday edition of KRC. And the Cats play tomorrow. We get football all weekend. Best day of the week. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm doing well. I started my day by stopping in at Thornton's. And I, th- one of the, you know, the thing that's nice about Thornton's, there's always a bunch of people there getting ready for their day, especially on a Friday, you know, really setting the tone for a weekend. But never have to wait long in line. I, I was really happy to see one woman picking up four boxes of donuts and just being like, you know what? Her coworkers, they're going to have a great day thanks to this woman. So shout out to her. Wherever you are there, I'm sure you're listening. Um, great move to stop in and pick up a bunch of donuts for your coworkers. Yeah, Donut City USA, it sounds like. that. Uh, what a champion. And people love Thornton's Donuts. Why wouldn't you? They're baked fresh every single morning, and they are also ginormous. So if you're ever like, I, I, I'll just have one donut. At Thornton's, you'll mean it. Mm-hmm. which is always a, a, a good thing. You get some of those other places. The donuts are are delicious. You know, Thornton's isn't the only one that makes a killer donut. They make the best bang for your buck donut, in my opinion. But other places, they make solid donuts, and you'll have one, and you'll be like, oh, I didn't really even notice I had one. I better go have another one. And then you have another one, and before you know it, you've had like four of them. So uh, you don't have to worry about that at Thornton's because they are ginormous, and they will fill you right on up because they are so delicious and so good. Justin Kalen, how are you? I'm good. I'd be a lot better if I had a donut, but I don't wake up early enough to make time to go to Thornton's. I usually just go after the show. So maybe I should start waking up a little earlier so I can go before because a donut sounds amazing. Mm. But overall, I'm I'm pretty good. You deserve a donut, buddy. Sometimes. I mean, not all the time. No, you deserve it today because you need to cope. With the Pittsburgh Steelers, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, go go ahead and give them a donut as well, except for the t- type of donut you throw in the water to save somebody, because these this team sucks. Yeah, like that exactly that type of donut. Uh, the Cleveland Browns get a very easy and comfortable win. Scoreboard eh, pretty lopsided oh, there at the end. 
that's that's one way to describe it. Score was indicative to the game totally, and that last little touchdown <laughs> um, was totally deserved by Cleveland. Hey, but they recover and regardless, and that's what makes me happy. Well, and that that was the frustrating part is that they they got a penalty on a fourth and six to make it fourth and one. It's like go for it, Steelers. You're at the twenty. You're not going to get closer. Instead, they did the thing where they just you know kick a field goal because you got to get two scores anyway. So they weren't covering. But the onside kick, Scoots, I was losing my damn mind. How do you not get that ball? There was no a kidding. there was a perfect onside kick. Jump on it. Go get it. That's your only job. That I was I was very frustrated by that. They should have yeah. gotten the ball and had a chance. You don't always see onside kicks have an opportunity to be recovered by the kicking team, but that one took such a crazy bounce. I was like, oh, do we have a shot here? And then yeah, no. Mm. Just, what a dud. Not that roll, game rolled, was a comfortably, dud. rolled comfortably out of bounds for a penalty. Yeah. Well, <sighs> Steelers, not very good. Mitch Trubisky just oh. Hey, Mitch had that rushing touchdown. Nobody can ever take that away from him. He also there was a couple passes he had where it's like, you know, maybe you could throw the football down the field more than just when you're down by two scores. Like, mm. huh. What a novel concept. Um you know what, Scoots? I'm blaming this all on Matt Canada. Down with Matt Canada. Get him out of there. Uh, see, Matt Canada has coached my Hoosiers as well, so I cannot be done with Matt Canada. For what yeah, no, that that I think that should be reason why you should be that, done That with may Matt be true Canada. as well, yeah. Hey, so one thing I don't understand, and maybe you all can help me out with this. I was thinking the same last week when I'm watching the NFL, and it was evident last night as well. It doesn't matter what level you're watching, high school, college, NFL. I, I don't care what level it is. Every team is better when they just go out and play football. When they run that hurry-up offense, there, it's like there's no pressure. And they like Steelers looked way better last night when they were running the hurry-up. It was That's the second week in a row I've seen that out of the Steelers. And I, I, I do believe that happens with every college football team. They just go out there and play football. I think oh, some of it is because of the – the nature of the what defense is being played, right? Where they're they're not going to be as aggressive. But to your point, I, I do think there is something to it, TJ, where the less you're thinking and the more worried you are about just going fast, the more beneficial it can be at times. I, I know you don't want to do it all the time because if you if you go hurry up, you can end up chewing up the clock and putting the ball in a hurry as well. But there, there is something to be said about tempo, just wrecking teams. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I mean, I, it seems like an offense will either be in sync or out of sync. And it, I think it's – obviously it's a talent thing more than anything else. But I think it's also a confidence thing. I mean, you, you, you've seen – to bring it more centric to Kentucky, you've seen Kentucky have – tempo but still just run the ball time and time and time again where it's just like they know what they're doing they're in sync the linemen know where they need to be the running back knows where the hole is going to be it's just whether or not he needs to be patient before hitting it or race right through it and I still think that that is an offense that can have tempo although it's probably not by definition an offense that can have tempo if you know what I'm saying but I do think that falls in line with what Scoot's initial point is is just go up there don't think too much know you know what you're supposed to be doing and go out there and doing it I think a lot of it's confidence though and when you have a quarterback that has zero confidence that can have a ripple effect across the entire offense 
Yeah, I've just seen so many teams this year that just look so incompetent when running their normal offense, and then they switch to that hurry up, and it's like, where the hell has this been all game? Like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, again, it just kind of comes down to is the offense in sync or are they more 98 degrees? Um, definitely Ooh. not Backstreet's back. All right. I mean, <laughs> who Pittsburgh. Yikes. And then Sco- Scoots, here I am wasting everybody's precious time and ear space by talking about the President's Cup. And I didn't watch a single second. Wow. Who, who doesn't care about it now? No kidding. <laughs> now, you hate America, TJ? I love America. <laughs> and I'm just now seeing that it was a, a good day for the Patriots. That being said, the United States won four out of five matches yesterday. Who lost? What group lost? <sighs> you don't want to know. No, I do want to know. This is ridiculous. Who the hell lost? It was Scheffler. And Burns. Wow. What, they, the, who'd they go up against? Ma, um, Matsuyama? Kim, Kim and Davis, and they lost uh, two up. So I guess that means that they were one down on 18 and lost. Or, what a I joke. Guess there could be a variety of ways that you could. Mm. But they were down one on 18, and then the, the international team won the hole. So, they must uh, hate America. Yeah, they must. I, I've always kind of thought that about Scheffler, potentially. But, he looks yeah. very anti-American. I'm bummed, and again, Scoots, this comes back to I wish it was on in the morning instead of the afternoon. Now, that being said, I didn't get to watch it because I was out there doing my own little President's Cup, playing playing my own golf ball. Oh, nice. I, like, I, I'm pretty busy. This is a busy week, and today's going to be really, really busy. But I got an invite yesterday, and I was just like, I, I cannot say no to this. One, what a day was, like today. Yeah, it was a nice course, yeah. course that I like. And that's another I, – I grew up a public course guy. I'm not a member at a country club, but I am fortunate enough where people in my family are, so I get these sweet, sweet guest race rates, and I'm not afraid to to admit that. But, gosh, one thing nice thing about country clubs is we were – I mean this literally. Like, we were the only people out on the course yesterday. So we got to play 18. We weren't rushed, didn't have anybody in front of us. You, every hole, you just were able to go up there, hit your own ball. And then with the weather being as perfect as it was yesterday, Scoots, you're right. It was a little windy, so that played mm-hmm. into a few shots. But it, you know, it just felt so good being out there, especially after the last three days have been so miserable. But fall is officially here, baby. It was great. Uh, I lost, to, to put it in Rich Brooks terms, I did lose a little bit money on the course, but I was okay with the way that I played. Um, couldn't hit a putt to save to save my life. Uh, but that being said, fun day, and I look forward to watching more of the President's Cup today. Did you all watch any of it yesterday? I'm guessing no. I did not because I, too, went out and played golf. You should have came and golfed with me. Went and seen old Big Bill on the Hill. Could have had oh, some Red Rockets. Had, oh, out at Old Capitol. Helped Scoots hit them. Um, uh, it was okay. I, I played really well on the front, and then I just I kind of fell apart on the back. Not good. But I was double digits. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if this course I played at yesterday had maybe, you know, Roush, the golf regional tournaments were going on. And maybe the the sixth region, which is the most loaded region in Louisville, it's got Trinity, St. X, it's got the Oldham County Schools. Uh, that, that'd be the seventh, wouldn't it? It's the sixth in golf. I don't know That's why. Weird. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. It, anyways, they, they, by the way, like the top two teams make it to state. And Trinity was six over. They finished fourth. And then there's a three-way tie 
I think it was Oldham County, North Oldham, and St. X. And I could, one of those could have been South Oldham, but I think it was North and just Oldham. And they all finished at five over. So just instantly, Trinity's out. They're in fourth. And then they had to do a tiebreaker between those three at five over. And St. X came up short. The Oldham County schools are will be representing the region in the state championship. Wow, big day for intern Jacob. St. X and Trinity, both who have state championships over the last five years. I, I, I know Trinity does. I think St. X does, although I'm not 100% sure about it. Uh, they will they will not advance to state, which is crazy. But I do wonder if the regionals were out at the course we were playing at, because I had never played that course where the green greens were just like concrete, and it's not normally that way. And the rough normally is really, really bad. So you had if you were just like off the green, it was just like forget about trying to make it or put it close. Let's just give myself an actual makeable putt. And uh, so that that's so chat. That's something I think we forget about pro- professional golfers is they make these courses generally as tough as they can be. The greens are just so incredibly tough just to be able to get it to stick or put some spin on it, let alone when you're actually just putting on it and trying to figure out the speed. But yeah, it was a really, really challenging layout and just a good humbling reminder that I still absolutely stink at golf. But <laughs> it's not about your score, Scoots. It's about going out there, having a good time. I actually had a birdie putt on my first three holes yesterday, and oh. then I didn't have another one until like hole 16. So Did you make I'm any of those there. birdie putts? I, of course not. <laughs> hey, of that's course right. not. That's all right. I did not have a single birdie putt yesterday, but I had a par putt on all but three holes, and I made two pars. So. That's pretty good. Well, I mean, it's good to have the par putts, but it kind of just goes to show how far away from the cup I was. I walked into Churchill Downs and immediately hit a daily double with a five to one horse. So shout out to the number two, the Duke Wow. So boom, let's go. It was it was also great because I checked my I hadn't been on my TVG account in a while. And it was just like, ooh, only nineteen dollars. Well, let's let's empty the clip and it it hit enough to to get me some some gambling money for the rest of the night. So, um, although big suck it to Churchill Downs, just a huge Whoa. huge suck it to Churchill Downs. They ruin everything. The whole damn place is under construction right now. I can't go anywhere that I want to go. It Who's just, this it, guy? The, oh no no! no. I, I, I hate this guy. I have a like very a much big... scoots. This is like you know, this is former lovers now feuding, and we get I've, to hear all of it. We have a very much, it's a toxic relationship because uh, I, I want to love Churchill Downs, but they don't want to love me back. But yet I still keep coming back for more. Like it, it's just ridiculous the the amount of stuff that's torn up over there right now. Also, they can build their stupid new paddock drives me crazy, and then. The, the, the most frustrating part is that it's Thursday night, right? Like, they get decent crowds, but come on. You, we don't need to have ticketed areas and security everywhere. There, there was one spot in particular that I love to take my son every single week because it was there's, like, turf. It's fenced in. It's close to the rail. It's just so he can run around, and I don't have to worry about him getting in any sort of trouble. Well, now you need to have, like, tickets and double super secret security to get you in. It's a, it's a load of crap, and... They can suck it. Oh, so as it so often does, Scoots, it comes back to Roush just not wanting to have to spend money. Yeah, it's a South Ender in him. I paid to get in. I spent money. Whoa. What, like yeah. $5? You just want to be able to roll Seven. around like you own the place. <laughs> like it's the, the, the Churchill Downs is the people's house, and it's January yeah. 6th. It should be. 
Um, by the way, I, you'd get a kick out of this. I was halfway. I was thinking about whether or not to bring it up to you or not. But I was doing an appraisal yesterday out out near Valhalla. Really, it was these nice little condos out there. And older gentleman, super super nice. Place was really nice. Just uh, one of the easy appraisals. Always makes uh, always makes for the job to be a little bit easier. And he was like, "Now you're not related." to another walker blah blah some guy and i was like ah it doesn't ring a bell but you never you never know we've been in louisville a long time so i'm sure there's there's some connection he's like you didn't you didn't grow up in the south end did you and i was like no but a lot of my my grandparents lived in the south end at one point and their parents lived in the south end at one point and he was like oh okay well this guy lives right next to churchill downs did they live by there i was like ah not the south end old man not the south end <laughs> it's the south end but uh, i was like yeah uh, no i think they lived a little further in like kind of the heart of the south end uh, a little yeah little, churchill downs right right in the heart further, a little bit further down and he was like oh okay yeah i understand uh but he was older Roush, so he probably has the mindset as uh, older people do that like you know they didn't really build too much past churchill downs back in the early 1920s and now if you get back out there you realize that it actually goes much further this guy was a hundred. No, Scoots, he wasn't a hundred. It was just a joke. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably aware that the South End has been built up a little bit over the last hundred years. Is he not aware that the last name Walker is probably a top twenty-five last yeah, name in that... the United States? Scoots, what do you want? What do you? Should we call him up? Should we get him yeah. on the phone so we can? Yeah, you got his number. I'll, I'll call him right now on air. Or, Go ahead and tell him that his value is just going down by the second. And we, we, we need can, some clarity. Yeah, we can do it all. We can do it right there, all for him. Uh, the stonks are low, buddy. Yeah, time to it. time to cash out. Or well, cash Rash, out. we've talked a lot about how yesterday was really nice weather and it was a lot of fun, and we had a real hoot nanny. You complained a little bit about Churchill Downs, but you still at least won some money or hit. Oh some yeah, money. still That's had a good time. A good time and. Looking at the the tailgating weather for tomorrow, holy smokes, folks! It is going to be a day at the croak. Yeah, I, you really can't ask for better weather. Um, definitely a have your hoodie ready for once it gets dark and the actual kickoff begins around seven. But for the rest of it, man, I mean that's just perfect. It's fall. It's fall weather. It's great. And no matter how much Scoots complains about summer being away. Fall weather is so much better than summer weather. Scoots, care to comment? I mean, fall's a close second. I, I mean, I'm I, I like fall. Or are you no, are you happy no with summer. the weather that's that's happening right now? Um, this morning, absolutely not. No, I am I am not okay with forty seven degrees in the mornings. No. Oh man, it feels so good. No, it does not. It was freezing. I walked out and I was damn near shivering. Shivering? Yeah. Oh Almost. She's a freaking piece. I, mean, I didn't shiver, but I almost shivered. This this stuff's terrible. But you're, but you're, you're quack. Buddy. Now when I'm when I'm setting up for high school football tonight, and we're kicking off at seven o'clock, and it's sixty five degrees, I'm gonna be a okay. I'll have a hoodie on, but I'll be a okay. Despite taking allergy pills, if the weather just changes, I'm gonna like have a little tickle in my throat i think that it's just i've, I've learned that in my 31 years of life mm -hmm. that i'm just going like it doesn't matter it could go cold to hot hot to cold cold to kind of cold or hot to hotter and it's just gonna it's gonna it's gonna mess with me and that's i'm kind of going through that right now 
that would be the only negative that I could say. But besides that, it's awesome. The tailgating scene is going to be great. And let's not forget St. X Trinity game tonight. Woo! Let's all give it up for the Tigers. All right. Round of applause. Let's go Shamrock. Uh, Cardinal Stadium, I, I do think it's probably the best two teams in 6A this season. I think Mayo's probably third. But um, So that, that should be exciting. I, I, I I think most years in the San X Trinity game, you have a pretty good idea. Like, yeah, you know, San X could upset them, but Trinity's the more talented team. Or Trinity could make it close, but San X has more talent. That was the case last season, and Trinity did make it close. This year in the rivalry, I think it truly is just like maybe it's it's a total toss-up, I think, for most folks. Maybe some people would think San X is slightly more talented or you could talk to somebody else, think Trinity is a little bit more talented, San X better coached. It's uh, – it should really be a coin flip game, and I bet they'll have a really great crowd at Cardinal Stadium. Not the only big high school game, though. Ballard and Manuel, which I think is like number three or four, five and four in the state. Mm-hmm. They play each other. Big game for, for the – Probably two yeah. best uh, public schools in the city of Louisville playing each other. So Yeah, for sure. So that, that'll be another fun one uh, in the city of Louisville. So some good high school action. And then, again, tomorrow, folks tailgating. Going to be a really, really nice day. A lot of fun. So good stuff all around. We do have news that we need to talk about. We do have some updates we need to get to. You know how we like to start our first segment on Kentucky Roll Call. Just exchange some pleasantries. See how let the cake bake a little. You know, mm-hmm. just gotta get yeah. it. Gotta get those ingredients in the pot, stir them up, and uh, voila. The pleasantries have now been exchanged, and we're gonna get in to some hardcore sports radio. No more pleasantries. Mm-mm. It's going to get no. real nasty. When we return, this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Caleb. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. All people can come up with statistics to prove anything, Kent. 40% of all people know that. Here comes the story of the hurricane. The man the authorities came to play for something that he never done. Put in a prison cell, but one time he got a bit. Welcome back to Friday edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Joe Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. And my good friend Nick Roush is going to tell you all about Salsaritas, the fresh Mexican grill. Well, it's going to be great tailgate weather, but you don't need to be stuck messing with a bunch of meat behind the grill. Just You're wasting a bunch of time. Let Salsaritas take care of all the hard work for you. They'll do the heavy lifting, and all you have to do is download the Salsaritas app, pick out what you want before you go, stop by one of their two locations in either St. Matthews or their drive through in Middletown on your way out of town, get on down to the Krogue, then pop the lid on those tasty, terrific tacos. Yep, you can get you some tortillas uh, with a little bit of steak or chicken. Throw some of their fantastic salsa on top. Maybe a little guacamole or queso too with those wildly addictive chips. Salsa read it. They've got it all. Check them out today. Download the app before you go. Yeah, do not forget to do that. Uh, we love Salsaritas. You will as well. We love helping Kentuckians, and we know that Kentucky Roll Call folks do also at the first ever Big X kickoff scramble. Uh, 
less than a month ago, just a few weeks ago, we were able to raise $400 for the folks of Eastern Kentucky, which is always nice. We donated that money to the Housing Development Alliance. They're building houses, they're building communities, and in Eastern Kentucky, they're doing a lot of rebuilding. They say they have a kind of a standard message, says thank you, your generosity has brought hope to our community as we work to help people recover from this devastating flood. The size of your heart is so much bigger than the raging floodwaters we saw that night. And for that, our community is deeply grateful. But then they wrote a handwritten message and they said, oh, wow. thank you so much with three underscores underneath so much Kentucky Roll Call. Sorry to be slow in thanking you for such a generous gift. Your donation helped us save the houses of four family members, Bobby, Mary, Paul, and Billy, and Breathitt County. We're now moving from relief to recovery work, thanks to folks like you. And it's from the development director themselves, or her or himself. I can't That's really pretty cool. Very cool, and not possible without the Kentucky Roll Call listeners. So everybody who donated and helped out, that is for you. That is a big thank you to you, and well done, done helping Kentuckians uh, across the state. Again, you know, there's other charities that raised a lot more money than old Kentucky Roll Call, but it does go to show just every little bit can help. And, and four families, Kentucky Roll Call helped uh, four families in Breathitt County. So we're all Kentuckians. We're all in it together. and, and I just wish we could give more. And the thing is, they're probably going to need more as this goes on. And same for folks in Western Kentucky as they continue to rebuild. So continue to be generous and continue to help out when given the opportunity. And um, just thank you to everybody that that helped out. That's that's a big thank you to you. So little update there from the Big X kickoff scramble from a few weeks ago. Roush, we are getting into... It's. I mean, obviously, we're in game week. They're. They're already. They're doing what walkthrough today, or do they do that on Saturday mornings? They do it on Fridays, right? It's uh, Thursday is walkthrough. Friday is run through. So, a little oh. bit faster pace. Yeah. yeah, you better pick. You better pick it up a notch. Uh, has anybody at the football facilities commented on Will Levis having the most passing yards in the country? while being blitzed, according to PFF. No, nobody's commenting on that. Stoops was just pissed yesterday. so Just in a sour mood? Very, very, very ornery yesterday. Just Like an alligator. Yep, yep. All those teeth and no toothbrush. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was, uh, which is actually probably good. Like I, I think there's a, a correlation of Stoops' anger to Kentucky playing well. So, yeah, he, he, was, he was pretty ticked off yesterday. Take, make of that what you will um but i would expect levis to have a lot of passing yards while under pressure because he's been under pressure a decent amount and he's been awesome all year so yeah checks out math checks out yeah all the draft big boards they're they're back high on levis uh and he is if he can finish out the the season after after this week, a, a, a third of the season's gone already as it stands. A quarter mm -hmm. of the season's already gone. Uh, if he can, if he can finish the of tough, the tougher part of the schedule and continue to kind of do what he's done, his draft stock ain't going to change none. And I and I actually think that he could show more and do more, or at least from a, like a number standpoint, I think his numbers could look a little bit better. And maybe if Kentucky's in some closer games, you'll, you'll see him put up better numbers. I'd almost go ahead and guarantee it. But the fact he has the most passing yards against the blitz in the country, 
what I, I don't know. I, I feel like we could kind of go down a few different avenues of this if we want to get into the weeds of it. it. It could also just be nothing more than, hey, teams are going after them. Florida blitzed a ton, so that kind of that skewed the numbers a little bit. I don't know. We it, maybe it, it maybe it doesn't mean much. Is there anything to take from the offensive line standpoint of this that? opposing defenses Roush smell blood in the water and that's why they're coming after him and it's great that he's been able to respond but maybe down the road it'll catch up to him is there is there any anything more we can make out of this or is just the a stat that UK fans should be happy about uh if I was going to take something away from it I would say that the positive is that he can face a little pressure and still be successful right if I want the offensive line to improve in any one area, it's running the football so that when they run play action, he's under less pressure. Because I think that's really where a lot of it's coming from right now, TJ, is that folks aren't falling for the play action fakes. Uh, when you got Chris Rodriguez back in there, they have to honor that. They have to respect that. That buys him another second. And that's, you know, one, two, three, four. That, that's going to be less pressures. That's going to be less times when he's got a defender in his face. So I I think, if anything, it's just encouraging knowing that even when your offensive line's not at its best, Will Levis is still handling and dialing it up while under pressure well. It's good to see. I mean, it's a, it's a sign of a good quarterback to be able to, to handle it. I do – I don't – I feel like he's probably gotten with the quality of opponents Kentucky's played. I think he's probably taken more hits than I would have liked, but that's just kind of part of the style that he plays. And secondly, sometimes he'll hold on to it too long to try to make something happen. He'll bring some of that pressure on to himself. And, uh, but that's, it's, I don't think we can really fault Will Levis for that. It's part of the reason why we like him is he can, if he can break one tackle with how far he can throw the ball, if you're somebody 60 yards down the field, you just always feel like you're a second away from an amazing Will Levis play. And that is probably going to lead to a few more sacks, maybe a couple more interceptions here or there. But ultimately, I, I like the aggressiveness. And he can stand in the pocket, take some hits, he can get rushed. And as it shows with this stat from PFF, still, uh, still be considered one of the better quarterbacks well, in the country. And the uh... – you talk about you know trying to fit it in tighter windows. That was yeah, yesterday. We had more draft stuff come out. Kuiper has him in his top five overall. Um, and one of the pushbacks was from Matt Miller talking about being overly aggressive. It's his job to be overly aggressive, right? Like that's what that's what they're coaching him to do to try to fit it into tight windows. And that that is something that's fun with uh, the feature on those PFF stats where you can see the depth of all the routes that they're running, where he's targeting. Uh, how they they break down completion percentage versus under pressure versus clean pockets versus play action and man it's 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 delightful to have a quarterback this good especially in the intermediate range right because like Hinton Hooker he's completing deep balls he's completing screen passes but those ten to twenty yard routes over the middle of the field that's where you make a lot of money in the NFL and that's why. Hinton Hooker isn't being talked about as a professional football quarterback just because they don't that offense doesn't ask him to make the difficult throws that NFL quarterbacks need to make. Meanwhile, that's probably I think in the last game at least, that was the 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 ball he threw the most. So uh Levis is Rich Kangarella is putting him in a position to succeed not only at Kentucky, but at the next level. 
I it, I think you can almost just set your watch to UK having one big play action play a game, if not more than that, Roush. It's uh it's a fun part of the offense. They use Levis so well in it. He really does look like a professional quarterback sometimes with those long stretches. Okay, defense, here's the ball. I'm holding it. Now I'm gonna give it to this running back on the slow developing run off tackle. Hold on to it. And then he rolls out the other way and a, a dragging tight end usually is right there waiting for him. He can take a deep shot. And one thing I really want to see, Roush, is this running attack get some stability and the offensive line start creating some holes because and, and maybe that will happen once Chris Rodriguez comes back next week against Ole Miss. But if Kentucky can consistently actually make defenses pay uh, for putting a lot of people in the box or if they can get a run game established, then that play action is going to even be just that much more deadlier and could connect on some big plays. But uh, I really do like the offense. I think Will Levis is in a good fit. I, I don't think the offensive line is anywhere close to a finished product right now. And then by association, the running game, I think, obviously is is not uh, not where it needs to be. Now maybe that changes when Rodriguez gets back, but it really does set up to play into Will Levis's strengths. And you got the receivers that can stretch the field too that, really does open up things for tight ends on those play action plays so it's a fun offense you got the right quarterback in running it uh, you're only going to get one year of them you're only going to get really what nine more games a bowl game include or not included mm -hmm. uh, so enjoy Levis while you can UK fans it's been a while since Kentucky's had a quarterback of this caliber and like I said I think he's in a, a good offense to be able to thrive and obviously there's some truth to that because in NFL teams love him yeah they certainly do and we love him. We certainly love Will Levis at Kentucky Roll Call. Did you see his uh, his dance moves yesterday? I did. Yeah. Were, were people making fun of him for it not being good moves? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't really care either way because I'm just happy that the electric slide is back. So Justin, just when you thought you were out of style because you're still dancing the electric slide, don't you worry, buddy. It's back. Don't give me too much credit, Nick. I'm still over here doing the YMCA. There's nothing wrong with the YMCA. Well, that's easiest. You, you know, all you got to do is throw up the letter. Scoots, what do you got planned this weekend? Shoot me straight, buddy. Uh, I'm going to move tomorrow. Ooh. Uh, so I have a crazy busy weekend. I've got to move tomorrow. I'm going to play golf after I move. And then after I golf, I've got a birthday party for my oldest nephew. Um, so my Saturday is pretty well a washout. And then sa Sunday, I start my new job. And then I'm going to come home and watch football. Wow. Big changes coming yep. to the life of Justin Kalen. No I also love the, the just the thought of like moving and golfing in the same day is something you're going to like do. Yeah. I mean, I've got one load. Like, like we talked about yesterday. It's going to be nice and easy. Got plenty of help. No problem. Yeah. But like you're not going to – are you not going to put things where they're supposed to go? Um, no. I mean – Things that are obvious and make sense, yeah, I will. But I mean, if if I don't know where it's going to go right away, I'm I'm fine just leaving it sitting there for a minute. We'll we'll get it all arranged on Sunday. Are you going to be playing Fleetwood Mac landslide in the background on Saturday? And Sunday? I am not. I am not no. with all the big changes. Nope, I'm good. That is wild that like you're talking about how busy of a day you have, and you just you've you've locked in 18 holes between um, <laughs> moving to a new house and in, in the job party in job. the evening. Yeah, <laughs> next day. That's that's why I never have time, guys. I just have too many commitments.
Yeah, I'd feel like I'd be like, hey, I can't golf this Saturday. I'm too, I, I just have too much going on. So, we'll do it another time. So the golfing thing actually came through because I, I had to bribe a guy to help us with the move. And I ignorantly told him that if he helped, we can go play golf after and I'll pay for his round. So it's kind of on me. Hmm. Well, luckily, it's only going to be a one-trip move, so you know, that's true. It should, should only take about 20, 30 minutes, right? That's that's true. I, I'm thinking two hours tops. We're in, we're in and out. You you didn't want to ask Roush or myself to help you? Uh, you all said you were busy at that time, regardless, oh. or, oh, regardless of me telling you yeah. the time, remember? Well, you know my, thing, my thing actually got canceled at that time. Oh, wow. Your thing got canceled? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. I still haven't told you a time. Well, it's I'm free, but all right. I guess you don't need me anymore. That's a eight a.m. Eight a.m. We're starting. Come on out. You, what a psycho, right? Eight a.m. on a Saturday. I think it's totally a fine time. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But you're gonna be a little cold. I'm gonna, gonna be a, a lot. I'm gonna, gonna be a lot of cold. Dewy. You better get your sweatpants and your sweatshirt on, little. Sweetie. I will have it ready. Good thing I haven't packed all that stuff yet. <laughs> don't pack it up <laughs> oh boy well have you told your your apartment like uh neighbors that you're out no we don't talk to any of them what wow what a bad no. neighbor no yeah. we, i mean our our neighbors suck have you if you all have ever lived in an apartment living it's i mean your neighbors are horrible I mean, Get out of here. i don't think that's an exclusive across the board statement that applies to everybody and their neighbors and their apartments i mean not- i think it's a, i think that's a pretty good blanket statement I live, we live, I live, Tana and I first place was an apartment and our neighbors were pleasant as could be. I mean, we have one set of neighbors that see, that's the thing is all of our neighbors are quiet. They don't really talk to each other. They stay in their own apartment, which is great. That's, that's how I prefer it. But there is one neighbor that wants to talk to me all the time. And I'm like, I just don't have time for this. When I got my, when I got my new car, it was a Hyundai and he had just bought his wife a Hyundai and he wanted to sit there and talk about it for hours. Like, Oh no no! I, was, I don't I don't care, dude. That's cool. We dropped. The wow, same you, you could just be a good neighbor and be nice to your I was man. Nice. What a I freaking didn't, I didn't jerk! Say that. Dude. What a jerk! A jerk. When's the last time you did a little community service? Would you say? Oh, <sighs> long time. Well, Sometimes, he served beer at the German club. Well, so, that's yeah, that's true. true. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, I did sling beer at the German club, so that would be it. But some would say that I do community service every day by doing the show. paid community service barely paid barely paid but (laughs) definitely a service to our community Scooch. sometimes people just they may be lonely and they like to talk to people god forbid you spend five minutes talking to your neighbor i did talk to him for five minutes I've, i've talked to him for probably seven minutes total in the three years we've lived there together Jeez, poor guy probably just wants somebody well, to talk to. No, he, he's one of those old guys, not, and he's not really old. He's probably in his mid-50s, but he will sit there. He wants to talk about who's been in what apartment the longest and, who, yeah. Ooh, apartment here. drama, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't care that we're the second longest tenured or longest to whatever it is. I, I just don't care. I am. Um... TJ, I need help workshopping some talking points with one neighbor of mine who – he, he's a, no, 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 not casket guy, but this, oh. he, he's an older gentleman. <laughs> he smokes a pipe um, and he, he walks with a, it's a pretty cool cane. I think it's got like an eagle as like the handle of it. 
Uh, and I'll, I'll see him sitting out on his, like the side of his house, whenever I'm, I'm walking the dog down the street and I'll say, Hey, but I haven't gotten past weather pleasantries. So like, is there a good, is there a good conversation that can be a brief in and out without, cause, cause to Scoots's point, like I do like a good little five minute chit chat, but I, I also want to be able to, like, I, I don't want to get trapped. You know what I mean? So what is good? good neighborhood small talk conversation outside of the weather well weather obviously number one anybody mm-hmm. and everybody knows that that's the quick and easy go-to here's what you do roush you have your nine month pregnant wife make some cookies you okay. give them the scoots and me most important part of this okay Got then it. you take a few over to the old geezer and you say, hey, old timer, wife baked up some cookies. We had some extra. I don't know if you want some or not. You bring Duke with you, too, because old people love kids. Who doesn't? That's true. And, yeah. and you say, this is my my little boy, Duke. We're about ready to have another one pop out here any day now. We're the Roushes. We're right next door. Uh, I've been meaning to come over and say hey to you more than just weather talk. But, you know, hey, here's some cookies. And then you put the ball in his court. He'll probably just think you're the nicest man in the entire world who'll probably think you got the cutest little family and boom you're in good and the the small talk will just flow from here on out the rest of your life flow like the salmon from capistrano when we had lucy born we had a neighbor come over and they had made a blanket i think they had the blanket made but it was like custom that it said like lucy on it and stuff oh "Oh, that's cool like the nicest thing in the world and guess what now anytime that he's out and or she's out and we're out we talk and we're we're good neighbor friends unlike scoots who just tells old people to shut up about your car i'm trying to Mm -hmm. go inside and watch survivor yeah just i don't know I'm, i'm the older i get the less friendly i get let's put it that way i i'm just hopeful that whenever you move in like see here here's another Mm -hmm. i'm already this is this is where you've gone wrong scoots you're trying to get so quick in and out of the move like you should be having a party like wow i'm a homeowner kind of sort of not really let's celebrate i'm gonna have a moving in party where i have gotten no neighbors actually i have so i have two neighbors on each side of the house that we're moving into and i've met them both and i like them both so Oh, it's good. Gonna be okay. well, that maybe you have them over for beers, right? I don't. That, I don't think they drink. For being honest, how, but, what, what, how, what kind of assumption is that? Yeah, how didn't you only talk to them for like two seconds? No, I've I've met the, one of my neighbors. I've talked to several times due to that being my buddy's house and me being over there so many times. Um, but the other one, they're they're kind of new, so they may drink. We'll see. I'll I'll uh, have to get in touch with them. Will Roush and I ever be invited over to this new place? Uh, if you want to come to the good side of the river, absolutely. But you all are stingy about wanting to stay in Kentucky. Yeah, but make- you, I, I, I need a place to gamble. So, yeah. It, oh, it, it is going to be a – me and my roommate were talking. It's going to be a sweet poker spot. What's Ooh. your what's your new uh, what's your new address? Tell everybody. No. Come on. Not even <laughs> telling you – not even telling you all a city. It would have been great, TJ. He goes from, like, not telling us what hotel he's going to work at to just, like – Four two five six Glenview Way. <laughs> yeah, I've, part of it is I don't really know my new address yet. Oh, <laughs> you got to get your ID changed, Scoots. I know how to. Uh, yeah, I really do because my birthday's coming up in about three weeks and it expires. So not only do I have to get a change for my address, but I have to get a new updated one. Was this your way of reminding us you got a birthday coming up? It is. Yes. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, one week from today it's Roush's birthday. 
Okay, okay. Let's all just, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> not very classy to talk about your own birthday. So uh, we'll, we'll make notes of it. Um, I've got something special for Scooch. Roush, I'll have to find something for you. <laughs> Mine's on a, a new... Saturday, so you won't even see me. What, how about what a, new... a bummer. How about a new baby? <laughs> that would be a great gift. Yeah, you've got one coming. What if I told you I knew the sex of your baby? Do you want me to spoil that for you? Um, plenty of people have told me that they know it, but I don't. I don't know if they're right or they're wrong. But but Brooke, Brooke said that she was in the cashier's line at Kroger the other day, and the lady just stopped checking her out and just stared at her for like a minute and was like, "Hmm." Hmm, and just staring at her, like looking at her up and down. It was like, you're going to have a girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just so funny because like people guess all the time, but to like hold up the line and just completely stop everything, to just stare at another human's body, like just oogling her like, hmm, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Yep, girl. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I, I bet Brooke was probably like, thanks for the spoiler. I was, I was waiting to find out. <laughs> Roush, do you have a preference thanks of what you want? Uh, a healthy baby. Yeah, doesn't, there, doesn't matter, there, boy yeah. or girl. It it would. Um, I think I personally think it's going to be a girl. It would be nice to have a boy, just so Duke has a boy close to his age. You know, like I didn't really like my siblings when I was a kid because it was boy, girl, boy. You know, they alternated. I just wanted to like pick on him and bully him. So it'd be it. It would probably cut out on some of the bullying and like. Ugh, my sister's the worst if it's two boys but you know either way just happy healthy that's all i can that's all i want to ask for gotcha that's the right that's the right answer well good uh we we got into scoots weekends plans talk and it has snowballed into this we're off Ralph, the rails. who's going to be playing quarterback for northern illinois tomorrow shoot me straight i don't think it's going to be their their new guy or their not their new guy rocky lombardi like it feels like that we don't we don't have word one way or another, but I know you don't want to just concede a loss or anything. And if you think he can go, you can. But if it's like a ankle injury, and I, I just don't know why Northern Illinois would want to risk it when you're playing a top ten team on the road, and you you want that guy healthy for Mac play, so. I would think that they would err on the side of caution and not play him. But even if he does play, he's not going to be at 100%. You know that for a fact. So, uh, and Lombardi, too, like I, I remember him from uh, Michigan State. And it's not like he's a run first guy by any means, but he's pretty mobile. And like, I, I think the, the, he's, he's elusive in the pocket, right? So it's going to be, if he does play, I would, I would hope that. UK can take advantage of some limited mobility and is able to get home for a couple sacks. I think that's a, a really, really good point that if you are Northern Illinois, I get it. It could be program changing win, beating Kentucky top 10 team, SEC team. Uh, it, it would be amazing, but you're, it's a really good point that you got to, if you're Northern Illinois, you got to, you, you didn't schedule this game thinking that you were going to win. You're getting paid to come to Lexington and you could be a solid little team if you if you if your quarterback can stay healthy. So maybe not the game to rush him back in 
um, especially against a team, one of two teams in the country that haven't given up a passing touchdown all year and is considered one of the better defenses in the country. So great point. If you're Northern Illinois, if you really care about your season, probably best not to play Rocky Lombardi, which I don't, if he does play or doesn't play, I don't think he'd be, do you think, who would you take Lombardi if both are totally healthy? Gabbert from Miami or Lombardi from Northern Illinois? Because they seem a little similar to me. And it's crazy. They're both already hurt. Um, yeah. I would probably think Gabbert just from a – Gabbert certainly has a is a higher four quarterback. Lombardi would be more fun to cheer for, though, because he's a risk taker. Those guys are fun. Uh, so, like old gunslinger. Oh, yeah. Except like like your guy Brett Favre, who's not in any trouble at all right now. Without the without the embezzlement, man, Brett Favre, what a what a dingus! How does he just not have somebody around him to like? Hey, that's not a good idea. You could go to jail if you do that. But it, it certainly seems like what he did was criminal. Yeah, um, he's he's going to end up like he, he probably won't go to actual jail, right? But like, there's definitely going to be some criminal stuff to come from this, right? Uh, it looks like there would be no other avenue that he could avoid it. I mean, it, it seems like he's just caught kind of dead to rights. And he and I think the uh, the person that he was kind of doing these dealings with has has agreed to like oh. a, a plea deal. Yeah, where, yeah. So they're they're, they're yeah. naming names. Yeah, <laughs> like I he's think, screwed. I think he is screwed. Like, and I, I Brett Favre was one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch when he was playing. But off the field, he he can come off as kind of a. Well, I think he's informative talking the game of football. Obviously, if you played long enough as he did, you should be and would be. But he is uh, just makes mistake after mistake off the field. Huge. Uh, sometimes you do just wonder, like, how many hits to the head he took, right? It's like, dude, what are you? Oh, what are you how, how, how did you this, like, I think the part that's the most unsettling of all of this is it's like, really, dude, you were trying to hustle, like, rich football players trying to hustle the state for some money? Like, come on. Yeah, you're like, you're loaded beyond belief that there, there are other means, other ways to go about it that aren't illegal. Um, yeah, it was, it was not a, it was not a good look for him. Yeah. All fired up about it. One, I will say like the people that are like, it's, we look, look at America. Nobody's covering the Brett Favre story. Oh, First that, off, that's just hilarious too. It is such a dumb take. Like <laughs> it's quit. You're just not watching. Like it's being covered. Just not what you're watching is covering it. Ex exactly. And secondly, it, while it needs to be covered, should be covered, is being covered. The dude hasn't thrown a football in the NFL in 10 years. This is just like, you know, it's the equivalent of other former athletes that get into some trouble legally or maybe drinking or driving or whatever it may be. You hear about it. It's news. You're going to keep up with it. But it'd be a little different story if Brett Favre, if this was 20, 2008 and Brett Favre was doing this. Um, it'd be huge news. But he's out of the league. That's why it's probably not leading each and every show like some people expect it should be. But it's it's far from over. I mean, you're going to be yeah. hearing about this for over the course of several months. And I, there, there's part of me, again, I like Brett Favre. I, I wish him well in life. I cannot believe he ha makes such idiotic decision after idiotic decision. <laughs> but there is a part of me, Roush, where it's like I do want him to, if he is guilty, and it seems like he is, but that we've got a legal system in place for this stuff, I want him to serve some jail time. I don't want it to just be, hey, I'm rich, I can pay it back. Yeah, yeah. to be made of people, especially people in powerful positions, probably more than anybody else, where like you need 
an example needs to be said of you. Nobody's above the law. And this was kind of gross. What what Favre was getting into, and maybe he didn't realize like exactly what he was doing. He like where like, where the money was coming from. He doesn't exactly. strike me as one to be smart enough to know that. But exactly. ig- ignorance is not uh, ignorance is not an excuse when breaking the law. You know, so I, I love Favre. He'll always be my my number two quarterback. Well, I shouldn't say always. You never know. Time will change. Rogers number one. He's number two. But like. You know, if you did what they're accusing you of doing, and it certainly looks like you did, you need to you need to spend some time in the clink because nobody's above the law, especially taking from from folks who who hell of a lot need it more than Southern Miss volleyball. No offense, Roush. It's funny that you brought that up because that what you said is pretty much exactly what I said to you about the whole Aaron Judge thing earlier this week. It, it people are talking about it. You're just not seeing it in your circle. Oh, that could be some truth to that. Uh, it could be, could be, but like I'm at least watching. Like they're complaining about like the net, like it's, it's not on ESPN isn't covering, and it. it's like, well, yeah, they are. Like I'm, I'm watching ESPN. They're covering it. Like I, f- I follow the ESPN people. They're tweeting about it. Um, I, I think to my point about the baseball scoots is it's just not leading off to use a baseball analogy. So suck it. Yeah. Well- and then, the, and then the last two nights watching any sort of ESPN, they chime in and show Aaron judges at bats. So I just thought that was did funny. They, did they do that during the Virginia Tech game? Uh, that Yeah, I don't know if they did it last night. But they were doing it the night before, so I assume they probably were <laughs> last night as well. Yeah, I, 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 we had – I actually went to a local watering hole to have all of the games on. Coastal Carolina, Georgia State wasn't a bad game either. Uh, but – you know, when you got multiple screens on, like if they cut in, I'm not paying as close of attention. Well, so they didn't cut in, cut in. They did the thing where they like made the actual game that was on smaller and then put Judge like beside it. Mm. So it was like two things at once. Gotcha. Did he, gotcha. Did he hit a homer? Uh, no, but did you all see him last night? No. He was going for 61, hit a 404 yard or 404 feet pop out in the bottom of the ninth inning to win the game. Oh, is it, it like a sacrifice? I think it was actually no, no, no. So it bases really? were empty. It was four four, bottom of the ninth. He could have won the game. Oh, oh. I caught it like a foot before the wall in center field. Wow. He gets that to any part of the field, and that's the coolest way to tie the record. I feel like the Red Sox have lost to the Yankees by one run seventeen times this season. And last night, another example of it. All right, we're going to come back. Hour number two. We got to get into the Thornton's text line. Do not go anywhere. That's an order. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Radio. You always know it's a great show when the hour goes by as quickly as Numero Uno did. And the second one, just as quick, if not faster, I would imagine, because we've got two 
read the Thornton's text line. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show. Same places that you're listening to now, 9 to 11. So if you miss any of it, feel free just to, to run it back. And then you can run it back on the podcast anytime, any place, anywhere. Uh, you can listen to a show from a year ago if you wanted to. Mm. Just search Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast, and we appreciate you listening. And I mentioned the Thornton's text line. We appreciate the people that text into the text line, and we appreciate our friends at Thornton's, Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. Uh, I, oh, yeah, I was going to say, I appreciated listening to the Bobby Rican yesterday on the podcast. Um, had to dip out a little early. Bobby's wild hot take comes off as super steamy and hot. But it's not that hot if you only say it's like the there's like half of the Cal rosters. You you went through and did a good job of breaking it down, like which team's more talented, probably going into the preseason sort of deal. Uh, it's not one of the bottom thirds, but it it, it there's certainly I, I bet about half of the Cal teams going into the season, you would have thought that they were going to be more talent. You, you had you thought they were going to be more talented than this one. I forget his exact phraseology. But he, he, it was just a little, little strong on that take. Yeah, and uh, I, that's why we love having Bobby Regan on from Barstool Sports. And remember to use the promo code Regs at the Barstool store. Um, I, I don't I think he's got an uphill climb in that contest. But yeah, I like yeah. that he's fighting. I like that he's trying. He's not giving up. And uh, I, I'm, I'm appreciative of the time that he always gives us. So I'm happy to shout him out when, when he needs us to. That being said... Part of the reason why I'm, I'm just super high on this year's team just off the get-go. Like, I think Casey Wallace is going to be a lottery pick. I think Chris Livingston will be a top 20 pick, but I definitely think he'll be a first-rounder. Obviously, Oscar Shibway is the national player of the year. I think Jacob Toppin will end up being a first-rounder before it's all said and done. Uh, maybe Damian Collins. I just I don't know how much we'll see of him or how much he'll play, but I think he certainly has first-round potential. So you're looking at this team, and even if I'm a little biased and some of these guys that I'm saying are first round, even if they end up going second round, Roush, you could have five pros on this team potentially. Like, you know, five people that this time next year are playing in the NBA. You know, four certainly I think is probably even a safer bet. That's a pretty talented team. Like, and and that's not even taken into consideration. Severe Wheeler has led college basketball and assists the last two seasons. It doesn't take into consideration that Antonio Reeves is one of the top scorers in college basketball last year, and we really liked what we saw out of that dude in the Bahamas. Um, it, it's it's even leaving some people out when you break it down from an NBA talent standpoint. So. I'm super high on this team, so I disagreed with Bobby almost just right off the get-go, although I do appreciate the take. Secondly, let alone the fact that I'm probably higher on this team than most, I really disagreed with Bobby on it. But that being said, 2010, 2012, 2015, 2017. 2017, maybe I won't lump into those other three, though. I think it's without I was, I was I was a big fan of the 2017 team. So and I was, too. And I was, yeah. too. I just think you could probably make a debate when you go – when you had Fox, Monk, and Bam, all right, those are three lottery picks, surefire NBA players. And then after that, it got a little bit more like, okay, who's next besides that? Although it was a really good team. Uh, this year's team, I think you got a ton of pros, and then even the people that aren't pros, again, what Wheeler's already accomplished in college basketball, what Oscar Shebway's accomplished in basketball. It's a really darn good team. But it, it's in the, it, you know, it's, 
I, I see Bobby's point. I just well, disagree with it. I, I think that part of the reason why he's saying that, though, is that this isn't your typical looking Kentucky team. Like Cal has kind of had to change things up slightly, and college basketballs change, right? Like it, the, those early teams, it was a bunch of future NBA pros, whereas this basketball team is made up of really good college basketball players and a few pros. Like it's just different, and I, I think that's why uh, we're, we're having to slightly adjust uh, our brains ahead of the season. Yeah, I, I I understand that sentiment as well. Uh, I'm pumped for the season. It's going to be fun. It's still, as texters the last few days have pointed out, it's absolutely wild and crazy that we do not have the schedule out just yet. Oh, just uh, unbelievable. But if, if I think the reason behind it is like they're because they're trying to do the game, the blue white game in Pikeville, right? So I think like some of the holdup stuff is has to do with logistics, whether it's that game, maybe the Gonzaga game, there's some hold. I think it's all just like getting all the finer details ironed out. They shouldn't take this long, but I, I think that's the explanation behind it. Yeah, I mean, those two things, I'm not saying that you're the one that is saying that that's the case, but like pick a date that you want to do the scrimmage in Pikeville, find arena or gym that's big enough or one that's not big enough and just do it. Nobody, it's the blue white game, you know, just make, make it happen. Pick a date. If that's the holdup, that's, that's totally ridiculous. The Gonzaga game, uh, what, what could potentially be the holdup there? Just pick a freaking time. We know the day. Um, just. Well, and I, I think a lot of it too, if you notice like UK is very much, they're, they're never going to put the horse or the cart in front of the horse when it comes to making announcements, like everything's got to be finalized and da, 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 and it can be kind of annoying. So just let's go, let's move, let's move on. The scuttlebutt is that they're, they're trying to get one more home game and they're just, it's the logistics of that signing the contracts, looking over the contracts yeah, and that's what has taken time and that it's a game that we don't know who it's going to be. Um, they're trying to make it like semi attractive supposedly. So that's that's what I've heard. Um, just get it get it done, or you know, talk to the other school and say, "Listen, I know we're still going over some of the legalities. We need to get our contract, or we need to get our schedule out there. Do you mind if we just announce the day and you know, besides, and, and that the matchup's going to happen, just so we can release the schedule and we can do the time TBD? Because um, I know there's a lot that goes into those contracts more than just the average fan would even dream about and maybe that is taken up you know lawyers have to look over them as well that being said if you've got a gentleman's agreement with it just go ahead and announce it announce the schedule um, it'll be here when it's here but it is just it is crazy people like to plan for stuff like this they like to plan for games they like to plan for road trips potentially makes it a little bit tougher when you don't know the final official this is the schedule we do have SEC game times though. They announced that about two days oh, ago. Oh God, and they're the worst. Like yeah, like, usually like the UK had had uh, a pretty solid streak the last few years where it was just like a few nine o'clock games. Just there's like, four out of six games are at eight thirty or nine. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, really. This is a step in the wrong direction. We had been making some progress. I thought this is not what we're looking for here. Get the hell out of here, Greg Sankey. It's gonna be a Get lot of early, here. a lot of early morning scoots. I guess. Uh, that's right. That's right. There we go. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter on the Thornton's text line comes out of the gate, and they have this to say: 
Roush feels the same way about early season NBA that everyone who listens to this show feels about horse racing. Wow. Yeah, except like I don't pretend that horse racing is a major sport. People pretend that NBA is a major sport. So stop. Like whatever. I'm not going to get on that. We all know. Everybody here can agree that they play too much NBA basketball. It's just too much. It's a lot of NBA basketball. I enjoy watching it from time to time, but the season is entirely too long, and I enjoy betting on horses from time to time. I've I've bet on more horses this past year than I ever have. Roush, I think you're really rubbing off on me, pal. Ah, happy to, happy to. Oh, which, by the way, Dwayne Lucas was on fire uh, yesterday. The, the The old coach has still got it. So I was making a joke about like, when's the last time a D Wayne horse won a race? And he went and won three, I think. So yeah. Good on you, D Wayne. By the way, oh, you you had kind of told a story similar to this, Roush, uh, in hour one. But I I also had just like a few bucks left in my TVG account and I was like, ah, I'll just, you know, I'll, either I'll grow it a little bit and then I'll just, you know, next time I want to bet a race, whether it's Thursday night or if there's any maybe it's not even until Breeders' Cup. Um, I'll, I'll either, you know, get enough where it'll be interesting or I'll just lose the money and then I'll reload back up when that day comes, whenever that day may be. And I, I won a couple races, just like a, you know, one grew the pot by like 10 to 20 bucks, nothing substantial. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in a race, there was a horse name one for Richie, which is my uncle's name. So we have a big family group message with all cousins and uncles and aunts and all that stuff. And I was like, hey, in the fifth race, uh, one for Richie's racing. And like four different family members were like, TJ, can you put 10? Can you put 20? Can you put five across the board uh, for this for this race? It was, I think it was three different people. And so the, I was like, well, crap. I, I, I was like, crap. Um, I need also, to probably- like, be, be adults. Like you can place your own bet. They, they one of them was at Forecastle or not Forecastle, uh, Bourbon, oh, and Bourbon Beyond. Beyond. Yeah, another one was a little bit older and maybe didn't have the TVG app. And another one, I don't know what the other person was up to. There's really no excuse for him. Uh, talking to you, cousin Steven. But any, but anyways, I was like, okay, well, I'll do it. So I deposited to, so I had enough money to make the bets. Sure enough, all the bets win. The horse comes in first. It dominates. <laughs> it was a really good horse. It was so a fun you race. Gotta pay. Yeah, on the one hand, I was like, okay, well, now I don't have to touch my TVG account. Like, it's it's good. It's plenty good now for until Breeders' Cup or whenever I decide to blow all this money. But now (laughs) I have to, like, Venmo out to three different people and always have a really tough time. I had to have the wife help me out. It's kind of of embarrassing. I always have a tough time on the payouts, Roush, whether it includes the initial bet or not. And I'd, like, almost drive myself crazy having to, like, figure out the math involved but i think i figured it out that it is includes your initial bet in the payout according to tvg yeah like when it has your little green uh mm-hmm. the only time it and i've also noticed too that if you win but you don't net more like so like if i have like a place if it's like win place and it's an eight dollar total bet it'll place and it'll get like six dollars it won't show it as a winner right like it only does that if you actually net some money on your bet so um, which that, by the way, that's going to be so weird. Uh, all of TVG is going away for FanDuel TV. So just get used to that. That's just going to, it's going to be, take me a while to adjust. Lou, you can't be happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. They're at least taking Churchill off of, um, uh, Fox sports and all those Naira honks. So glad to get them the hell out of here. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Another texture says, wow, forgive me for showing slight concerns over recruiting. Sunshines and rainbows. Hey, Texture, I'm more with you where I'm a little bit concerned. I also just like, I'm like Dan Mullen. This is a season. We don't talk about recruiting in the season. <laughs> and, and, you know, like I, I do think that it's over the top at times in basketball, just like worrying about recruiting, worrying about recruiting, especially with a head coach that time and time again has not come up short on the recruiting trail with maybe an exception here or there, but we don't need to really get into those. And I think that same sort of, while I think sometimes it can be ridiculous, it I do think it's kind of healthy that like, all right, you know, keep keep going. We want it to keep being this good. We want it to keep being this good. We're a little bit nervous. So I think there are some positive benefits while it can also be annoying. I think the same sort of pressure should be put on football where it's like, all right, we, we're not asking for a top 10 recruiting class, but go get, do better. Get, you know, get some other big names in there. Um, and I don't think it's like slamming the program or anything like that. I think it's just a, just a friendly reminder, a nudge into old Stoops' gut of like, we we still keeping this thing rolling. I think it's all right. And Roush, I also think you're totally validated and to say, big picture, don't worry, no need to hit the panic button, because this staff time and time again has shown that there's no need really to hit the panic button. They have had some bad recruiting classes. A few, a couple of them, maybe just yeah. two, maybe just one. Probably like two, it, two yeah, bad ones. It's not yeah. the norm by any stretch of the imagination. But I, I think a lot of fans are just like, this This ball really seems to be rolling for us fans, for the program. Why are we not seeing it necessarily on the recruiting trail? And you and you explained it perfectly. You've got a lot of changes. You Some of your lead recruiters have switched up. you got to figure that stuff out. Um, so not necessarily hitting the panic button, but just keeping an eye on it and hoping it gets a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And I also think, too, that there's a lot of runway still left. You're in good position, and you have a top 10 program right now. So that's why, like, I don't – it's hard to worry about a big picture because a lot of the recruiting takes care of itself. We've seen that with the receiver play, right? Like, Kentucky is having to be choosy about which four-star wide receiver they want because everybody wants to play in this offense right now. Like, that's, that's, that's the trend that you're kind of going in. Um I will say, if, if you want any sort of worry, though, it is. I don't know. I, I I don't know if they got any lines out there on offensive tackles. They need it. They they got to they got to get one. I think the the one kid uh, that went to mail, Will Spencer, uh, Will Fong's got a pick in for him, which to go to UK. So like that, that means Wu Spencer is probably going to end up there. So that gives them the best center in the country, uh, four star. I think two four star guards. They they do need to add a tackle and. Uh, I, you know, trying to find that, that, that might be tough this late in the game. Yeah. Transfer portals there for you. And that's, mm -hmm. and that's another thing about the recruiting is you still want good classes. That's important for depth. Kentucky's not in the position they're in. If they didn't elevate its recruiting over the last decade. Uh, and it certainly has done that, but the transfer portal is a nice safety net and mm -hmm. recruiting the transfer portal is would you call it just basically the same thing as actual recruiting um, where if you're good at recruiting, you should be good at recruiting the transfer portal. Those all ring true. Um, and Kentucky <laughs> good at recruiting most of the time. So they should be good at recruiting the transfer portal. Yeah. And there's certainly a different element to it. And I don't even know um, like what that would be, but like, so far, they've got a pretty high hit rate on these transfer portal additions, right? Like, mm -hmm. very few guys they've brought in have not been contributors. Like, you could say maybe like Luke Fulton, 
who was a Youngstown guy that they kind of were just, you know, that's a Youngstown guy they're kind of throwing a bone. For the most part, most of these guys have played and been impact players. So I think it, it speaks to, like when we're going through this process this offseason, you just have to remember when Kentucky's choosy, they're doing it for a reason. And I, I like really Tower Steen, the offensive tackle, is really the only big swing and a miss I can remember. I know there's always a couple names out there where you're like, I want this guy or I want this guy. But like Taj Harris, who committed – last year like he's just not playing football anymore because he can't get his grades together he can't get his stuff together that's yeah like that so there's a reason kentucky has done a pretty good job of it uh of knowing who to pick when to pick you know there's there's not every story is a success story like we could say peters um but yeah like they've done pretty good uh when it comes to that and it it also makes rich scangarello's life easy because they're basically tell him hey um, just help us with the portal guys and we'll, we'll, we'll take care of a lot of the rest portal guys and, uh, young quarterbacks. That's all we need from you. That's it. And we'll, we'll take it by the way, United States men taking on Japan and soccer, a little friendly as the United States continues to get ready for the world cup. Uh, these jerseys are terrible. Mm, not great, Bob. I was hoping maybe they'd look better on TV, but. Japan's wearing some like funky blue jerseys, and it's sad that their funky blue jerseys are cooler than what we're wearing. Well, let's go back to the '90s World Cup with like the stars all over them. Like, let's have some fun. They're playing they're right now. They're playing right now. Huh. They're in Japan, so oh, it's not, okay. It's on ESPN, I believe. Hmm. I call it MSNBCN. That's good. That's what a lot of people are calling it nowadays. A texter says. Oh, nice. Our next QB is on that list. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, uh, you mentioned one of them that uh, that might be it. Yeah. Who do you think would like be possibly realistic, but just like a pipe dream? Who, who would give me a name? Like where it's like, yeah, this person could transfer. Quinn Quint, Ewers. That, right? that, would, that would be, a, yeah. Because like that, Arch Manning's going to be there. Um, you know, that, that that's that's the ultimate pipe dream. Is it too late to, I mean, he hasn't signed anywhere. Is it too late to make a, a pitch to Arch and say, listen, Texas is loader, loaded at quarterback. You're going to be in big trouble there. Come mm-hmm. to UK. You can start day one as a freshman. You start kind of schmoozing the Mannings with uh, horses and Lexington. I could totally see them getting on board with that. You get Chad Powers on board. You get the whole family on board. And then, boom, <laughs> you flip Archie Manning to UK. Who says no? How you know what's hilarious is how many people were like, "Can you believe they spent two hundred eighty thousand dollars on an official visit weekend?" And I'm like, "Yeah, like what? What do you? We, yeah, and you yeah. should. It's worth like that. Your return on investment to get an Arch Manning commitment is worth like five times that." Mm-hmm. I I just it always the, the people who are like, "Can you believe there's this much money in sports?" It's like, yes, every every single time, yes, I can believe it. A lot of money in sports, though, when you think about it. A texter says, I just don't agree with Bobby's take on this team at all, especially the secondary ball handler one. That that, that one is the one that, like, I, I understand uh, wanting to play wait-and-see game with the four spot, uh, especially when they were playing teams that they were just athletically so much better than. Like, you're going to dominate those teams and be able to pretty much do what you want. But the ball handler one, I maybe I'd – I, I have so much confidence in Case and Wallace. Like, I think he would be a starting point guard for like 90% of college basketball. So, yeah. yeah. 
probably more than that. And okay. and that's and I and again the forward position I could see. Um, I do think we can't just like throw away the Bahamas completely. I know they're not right. great names, but like you know that they, they the forwards look just fine in the Bahamas. That, but with Casey Wallace, like you could you could have said that theoretically about John Wall. Uh, you could have said that about Brandon Knight. You could yeah, have said it yep. about Teague. You could say it mm-hmm. about. Oh, and I could go down the list. You could say it about so many. John Calabari point guards of like, yeah, well, I'm going to need to see it first. And while it's true, you, you will like, it's, I, I feel like case and Wallace is not, is not going to be a bust. Yeah. That's the only yeah. way that you don't have a secondary ball handler is if he is a bust and he will not be a bust. Uh, let's read one more text and then we'll go to our last break. You could say, I need to see it about pretty much every Cal team before the season. <laughs> oh, okay. right, right, right on cue. Text. Right on cue. Right on cue. Sorry, it's just insane to call this the ninth best team in the Cal era. It's ridiculous. Yeah, did he did he say ninth? I don't think it was not, but it, it was he was he saying bottom third. bottom third, which would be okay. So if it's the twelfth team, then yeah, it would be like ninth. So but technically, the, yeah, the texts are better at math than we are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously something we don't agree with, but hey, we we it's thought provoking. It's always good to think about different things, even if we disagree with them. Um, and who knows? We, we gotta we gotta let the let the cake bake, as Roush says a lot now lately. Yeah, um, gotta let I, the season. I like out. cake, you know. Maybe I want a cake for my birthday. Maybe you're you're laying it on pretty thick. <laughs> Let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We will wrap up the show. A lot of text that we haven't ooh, gotten ooh. to. That we'll talk some through. college football. Get some picks. Man, Tennessee can suck it. Yeah, we should have gotten to the text line sooner. All right, we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, it felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. And I, I absolutely love the board this week, everybody. And I'm on, a little bit of a, I'm on a little bit of a cold streak, and I think the, the way the board is speaking to me, I think I know it's, it's about ready to warm up on the picks of the week. Welcome back. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. The only thing I like more than the board, Roush, are my Shady Ray sunglasses. It's going to be beautiful out all weekend, whether you're tailgating, getting to hit the links and enjoy this weather, whatever it may be. Uh, Shady Ray's is the play. You can save 25% by using promo code BIGX at checkout, and you know all the great things that they're already doing. They do replacement pairs. So if you have your sunglasses for a week, a month, a year, you can, and if something happens to them, you lose them, something, it breaks for some reason, they are going to send you your same order that you had already ordered, and they're going to send it right back to you. And that's, a, that's an amazing thing that a lot of companies, pretty much no other company, will do shady rays will also in 30 days if you don't like what your order was or it doesn't turn out the way that you want it or you know what just never mind i don't i don't need these sunglasses money back guarantee no questions asked it's so easy i've done it and also each and every time you buy it shady rays most importantly they're helping feed hungry folks across america uh, that are dealing with food insecurities and and that's um 
that's a big deal. It's always really nice. So Shady Rays, we love them. Do not forget that promo code, Big X, and it's a perfect, perfect gift idea. If you if you've got groomsmen, you need to get something for your wedding upcoming. If you've got a birthday, anniversary, whatever it may be, check out Shady Rays. And just remember, any order you get, you can also get it for yourself with the replacement pair promise. Okay. Uh, United States has looked absolutely horrible in the little bit that I've watched. Yep. Japan they, oh, wow. So frequently. bad. They just and, uh, should have just given up an easy score there. Yep. Over just some poor passing along the, the defenders. Um, not winning the World Cup. It's not coming home. I, I think that like you just can't play well in these jerseys. I think that's probably what it is. That's that's probably what it is. Ooh, uh, had some breaking news during the break. Breaking news. Oh, um, according to uh, uh, Twitter.com, and if you drive by Shelbyville Road and you see Trinity High School, there's a giant sign on top of Trinity uh, hanging up. It says property of St. X. So, it's a fact, Jack. St. X owns Trinity. Don't even need to play the game tonight. X owns Trinity. Wow. Are we talking about some classic pranks? Oh, man. It's a great prank. It really is. Um, they wrote it on a giant sheet. But to have it actually hanging up there, to get on top of the school building, like that's that takes some not only some stones, but some know-how. Like Impressive pranking going on in the rivalry. I'll just say this to the St. X students that did it. You better not uniquely write any one of those letters or else mm-hmm. St. X will find you. I can I can promise you that. Mr. Espinoza, he is going to hunt you down if you write <laughs> your R's a certain way or an S or a T or an X. So I'd get to writing your name a little bit differently if you were one of the ones responsible. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great prank. Great prank. I'd lo- I really would love, with the weather being so nice, and I really would like to go to the game, but I don't think it starts till 8 and you got a baby and that's going to be there's tough, louder but... than life going on down there too Ooh, yeah traffic's going to be nuts Ooh, yeah yeah hey is louder than life do they draw as well as bourbon and beyond or do they draw more or i, I, I would I, think I, it'd be less but that's just maybe my own biases of musical acts and i think that's what it is too because it's probably about equal i would imagine yeah. um Bet it's a different crowd, though. Yeah, certainly, certainly. But Red Hot Chili Peppers, they'd be a lot of fun. They're uh, tomorrow night. They are tomorrow night? Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I bet they they put on a, a great show, especially in an environment like that. And, gosh, the weather, too. You could even not really love the the performers out there and still just be like, hey, I want to be around people. There's going to be live music. It is a cool setup out there. And a little tight, and I know this is nothing new to like music festivals, and I'm way behind the game on this, but like having the little wristbands that have your credit cards on them, that's so cool. Like you just feel cool doing it, even though you probably end up like wasting more money, but just being like, oh yeah, here, I just do that makes you feel like you're not really even spending your money until you look at your, but you, your state. You, you are though. Oh, you definitely are. A lot of money, actually, because they're the, the concessions there, unsurprisingly, not cheap. Nope. But nope. who needs money when I'm about to hit it big on the picks of the week? So do we? Did we get picks from intern Jacob? Is he going to? Of course not. Oh gosh, this guy's unbelievable. I don't know I what text- we do. I don't know what we do with him. I, I literally texted him last night, reminding him, "Hey, you're going to come on about eight thirty tomorrow." And he's like, "All right, bet." And where is he today? Man, hmm. he sucks. Suck it, Jacob. Yeah, suck it, buddy. All right, well, we'll start with the folks that are here, and we start with the leader and running away with it with a 6-3 and three record at eight points is Rick Roush. Oh, I've, seen, I've seen this before. 
Oh yeah. And and it's so funny because I'm using very similar picks to what I'm doing in my other gambling show and I'm in dead last there. So it just goes to show you that, um, it's a crapshoot, but I, Hey, at least I'm winning here. I'm happy here. And I'm starting with the revenge game out in Dallas. A sunny Dykes is returning to SMU after coaching there for three or four years. And they, they, they kind of found out that he was leaving for TCU before his last game of the season, I think, or at least it was rumored. They were booing him then. Uh, it's going to be a heated atmosphere for the Nooner. I'm taking SMU as the home dogs plus two and a half against the Horny Frogs. Okay, I got you written down. Uh, now, Scoots and I are both tied at five points, but I've got a 4-4-1 four, four, and one record, which is better than his 4-5 and five record. So, Scoots, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go ahead and go since it's yeah, my turn. Fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. My turn. Uh, and I'm worried. going with the Hoosiers, plus 16.5 for Cincinnati. Uh, make no mistake about it, IU is not a good football team, but I don't think Cincinnati's all that great of a football team. And uh, nearly 17 points seems to be too much. I could see this being um, a one-possession game or maybe Cincy puts it away with a touchdown late to make it a two-possession game. But 16.5 is too many points. So go ahead and take the Hoosiers playing at old legendary Nippert Stadium. Best of luck to you. Thank you. I'm going to go my first game. Uh, I'm going to take the home team, home underdog. I don't think they're very good, but neither is the team they're playing. Give me Wake Forest plus 7.5. Ooh, I that one crossed my mind. I don't know. Yeah, Wake Forest is like a team that's just going to kind of play up to a lot of teams, and they'll play down to teams, so those are always tricky ones. Well, they're playing Clemson, so they're going to play up. They're at home, like I said, so seven and a half, just too many. Give me, It's going to be three, four-point game. Yeah, it, at least getting it within uh, – like I, I could see them, yeah, making it like they have a chance to win it late, but then they choke. That, that feels like the Wake Forest kind of game, right? Just when you yep. think that, like, ooh, they're going to make this move, and then they 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 screw it up and lose at home. So, not a bad choice, Scoots. Not a bad choice. Um, this one, I know Vegas is daring me to take it, but I really do just think that – I think Notre Dame stinks. Like, I, I just don't think they're a good football team, and I know they did a good job of limiting Ohio State's explosive offense, but I just – I can't see them doing it again. North Carolina's at home. Give me North Carolina minus one and a half. I, I just think they're the better football team. I don't think Notre Dame can score that many points at all. Let's go Tar Heels. Uh, it's at two for what it's worth. Two. And okay. um, no big deal. I love that pick. I, I have that written down on my sheet. I still may end up using it. I think I'll probably stay away. I'm going to give me the Jayhawks, given seven and their biggest home game, maybe of all time against Duke. I don't think uh, Duke is very good at all. Despite the record, mm, I don't. I think, like Duke. I don't think Kansas is all that great, but I, I think they'll. I think they'll win and cover this one. A touchdown at home. They should have gone done college game day there. Oh well. Uh, so give me the Jayhawks in a in a football classic. Which I also will say this: all the people that are doing like the tweets of look at all the basketball schools yeah. with their record. Uh, UK fans, where's your outrage? Ugh, it's not our head coach, the one that's doing it. It's still the same freaking sentiment. Everybody like Kentucky is viewed. Right or wrong, fair or not, it's viewed as a basketball school. Um, that being said, I don't really appreciate being listed with all these other bums. Kentucky's been around for you know five, six years now, doing some really nice things, beating some really good teams. Uh, get, don't don't act surprised. UK's doing it. The other schools, sure, feel free. Not not the Cats though, right, Roush? Right, right. It was funny though. The 
the article Norlander did, or he's just like, when was the last time this football team had a, each school's football team had a better winning record than the basketball team. And it's back-to-back years for Kentucky. <laughs> like it's not, which just goes to show you that, yeah, Mark Stoops' football team has been pretty good lately. Been good for a little bit. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, Scooch, pick number two. Uh, I'm a big over guy most of the time, but this game just screams under for me. Give me under 62 and a half for Georgia and Kent State. Kent State won't score more than three points, and Georgia's not putting up 59. Ooh, okay. they could. I don't, I don't yeah. hate it. I don't hate it. It just it seems like anytime I bet those games, Scoots, with that logic, like the favorite just ends up winning like 63 to nothing. And it's like, well, damn it. <laughs> Georgia's one of those teams, though, that they – they somewhat take their foot off the gas pedal when they're up big in games. Yeah, they don't, I, they don't, I, I do yeah. feel like Scoots does this a lot, though, TJ, where he just picks like the enormous spreads, and you you know what I mean. Oh, just I wait till like my next did this one. Quite round. a bit last year. You, you don't you don't know me yet. Just wait till my lock. <laughs> it sounded like a little Stephen Avery was creeping in the way you said I that. Thought he was too. <laughs> well, Scoots Avery, you don't know nothing. <laughs> Yeah, we can, we can just have Stephen Avery take up intern Jacob's picks. <laughs> Go three each time. Uh, all right, lock of the week time. This, these are the big ones, folks. These are the ones that you can take to the bank and trust your friends because we don't miss them. Roush, what do you got? I don't think Texas A&M is any good. I, I, it's Ooh. just it, – yeah, I, I just – I don't the, – the offense is so bad, and I think they've got to score points to beat this Arkansas team, right? Like, unless turnovers – uh, and Sue, I, I just I don't I, I I like this Arkansas team. I like their quarterback. Like they're 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 a fun football team to watch. A and M is the opposite of that. They can't pick a quarterback. They just you you got to be able to score into at least the twenties to be able to keep up with this Arkansas team. I don't think they can do it. Uh, this game is typically close down in Jerry World, but I I think Sam Pittman gets it done for the second straight year for the Arkansas Razorbacks. All right, that'll be a fun one. I look forward to watching that one on Saturday. My lock of the week, I've talked about it a little bit earlier in the week. Give me the Northwestern Purple Wildcats giving seven and a half versus Miami. When I bet this, I will I will pay for the juice and I'm going to buy the hook and make it seven. That being said, seven and a half should still be fine. Um, I just, in case something wonky happens, I wanted the push to be in play on the seven, but Seven and a half versus Miami of Ohio. Without uh, Gabbert, they're just not that. They're just a pretty mediocre team. And I know Northwestern stinks, but they're at home. They'll take care of business. They'll win by more than a touchdown against Miami of Ohio without its quarterback. I would not touch this one if Gabbert was playing. But as far as everything I can research, he is not playing. And this should be a, a easy Northwestern win, a nice bounce back game for the Wildcats. All, All right, right Ralph. Uh, Scoots, lay it on me. You you talked about big numbers. Turns out you do know me pretty well. Give me over 70 and a half USC, Oregon State. Ooh, Oregon, State will, I, Oregon State will not stop USC. I love the other one. Scoots, oh, man. It would be a real shame if you were wrong. I am yeah, not going to be wrong. I don't like that one, Scoots. All right, here's a recap of our picks. Rick Roush is leading six, uh, six and three record, eight points. He's got SMU plus two and a half versus TCU. UNC giving two points versus Notre Dame. I love that one. His lock of the week, Arkansas plus two versus Texas A&M. I've got the Hoosiers plus 16 and a half, huge number at Cincinnati. Give me Kansas, giving a touchdown at home versus the Blue Devils of Duke. And the Northwestern Purple Wildcats, seven and a half versus Miami 
Ohio is my lock of the week. And rounding out with Scoots, he's got Wake Forest plus 7.5 versus Clemson, the under 62.5 Georgia versus Kent State, and over 70.5 and USC versus Oregon State. Japan scores a goal, but offsides. So uh, lucky break there for the United States. But goodness gracious, the Americans just look absolutely horrible in this match. Let's continue with the Thornton's text line, shall we? Let's do it. 502-414-1450 is the number. Texture says, Scoots Avery is back. You better believe it. What a burger can stay away. Trash. The next person that says in and out isn't as good as Whataburger is getting a salami to the face. Unfortunately, Whataburger is an arrogant Texas Burger King with quality to match. <laughs> Texter, unfortunately, you saying they're getting a salami to the face is a threat, so we'll have to report you to HR. Ooh, terroristic threatening. Yeah, you're gonna probably get a call from our HR. You'll have to come into the office, get a stern talking to. Roush, do you miss having hair? Your hair didn't even seem that thin when you had it, so I'm surprised you went bald. Ooh. That's so mean. It was very thin. Very thin. Like, not only the amount, um, but just the actual feel of the hair. Always very fine, very thin. So, um, I was I was never destined for success. It was funny, though. Mike, Dr. Mike uh, found an old picture from the Stoops' introductory press conference. Matt tweeted it out yesterday. It's me, Drew, and... Uh, Matt at the event and just Matt's the only one that resembles himself whatsoever, <laughs> which is just a, lot, a lot of, a lot of differences. Oh, they say that he wasn't offsides. I don't know how you figure that. Uh, it's close. Mm. Well, the United States is losing to Japan. So uh, not, not good. A texture says, good morning, my friends. Alex from Colga here. I don't know if this is common knowledge or not, but one of the current students camped with U of L this summer and was telling me all about it today. While telling me we got to talking about the rivalry, he said there's so much anti-Kentucky stuff all over their facility. He said the sleds and pads have big UKs on them that are crossed out. Tell me your little brother without telling me your little brother. <laughs> Put Sadie Daddy on a lifetime contract because L's down lives rent-free in his head. Have a great weekend, boys. Cats by 90 and Hoosiers by three. Dubs all around. Hey, all right. Yeah, it is kind of crazy that they, they go out of their way to do all of that, but just haven't even come close since he's been there. No, they haven't. Do they do all that? I didn't realize they did. they went to those extremes. Uh, I mean, they did that for the schedule thing, so it doesn't doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Like putting the stuff on the sleds and stuff that would that would surprise me a little bit. And secondly, not you know, U of L do whatever you want, you lose by thirty regardless. But like if Kentucky did that, U of L fans would just they'd lose, lose they'd their be like, minds. Oh my god, you all are obsessed with us. It all the game means everything to you all. <laughs> U of L, you can do whatever you want. But one thing you can't do is come within 30 points to Kentucky. Nope, nope. Not Late September and all of October golf absolutely poops all over June and July golf. I also feel like it's less crowded in the fall than it is in the summer as well. Agree or disagree? Totally agree on all that. Yeah, agree. Um, you agree that? No, I agree that I agree that it's less busy yeah. in the in the fall. No, I, I'd much rather have June or July golf. That's really dumb. Uh, another texter says, I heard Lexington Christian lost to Christian Academy in a shutout this season, which Lexington Christian is bully school. Just curious if the entire team of LCA isn't good or not, or if it's not a good look for bully. Football is a team sport, texter. I mean, I don't. 
Is Cutter Bowley playing or is he hurt? Uh, he was hurt. Um, I think he came back. I heard somebody asking about Bowley. I mean, he's going to do his recruiting thing, but Kentucky's in a good spot. So, and there's a long, long way to go with it. I, I we can't get into Cutter yeah, Bowley. He's, he's a sophomore. Yeah, yeah. it's too early. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it yet. A texter says Brown's giving four was absolute cheese. TJ Gracias, pal. Hey, no problem. That's what I'm here for. What do you all miss most about college? The girls. Says the guy who has no interest in him at all. Just scoots, you you're such a walking contradiction. My yeah. goodness. Yeah, Roush, you don't know who I was in college. You don't know like what are you talking about? I but just if you miss it so much, why have you just washed your hands of like mm-hmm. It makes no sense, Scoots. Yeah. Because because I had my fun in college. I, I've been there, done that. But I, well, if you miss it, then you would then you would go back to it. I, ca- I can't it makes find no those. sense, Scoots. You make no sense. I can't find the girls that are up at IU around these parts. Are you kidding me? Uh, you're missing the point, Scoots. The point is, if you miss the chase, you could go to bars and actually interact I, with other humans. I don't miss the chase. I just miss all the eye candy. I, I think the thing I miss most, TJ, is just the, like, uh, you're doing nothing in the middle of the afternoon, so you go and just, like, sit on somebody's couch at the house down the street, or you go and hang out at the frat house for a couple hours, yeah. and you just don't really do anything. You just kind of hang out, shoot the shoot the stuff. That was going to be my answer, is that was yeah. one of the best and most underrated parts of college was – and it's it's not universal, but you can probably say 98% of your friends. But, like, everybody is on the same stage of life. Your student at college, maybe you're working a little bit. Maybe you've got an internship. Maybe you've got something lined up down the road. But, like, you, you don't have kids. You're not married. It's not like you're in the, eh, I just don't really feel like going out anymore. Because the older you get, the more that separation starts to exist. You have some friends that still go out and party well into their 30s. You have some friends that got married when they were 24 and had kids by the time they were 25. Everything starts to change, and people start going down different life avenues when you leave college. But when you're in college, everybody's kind of right there. You're having fun. You're just enjoying your company with one another. Yeah, you've got some other out-of-school responsibilities, but it's not real life, and I think most smart people can usually recognize that and understand that. I just missed when everybody was kind of on the same path, and that because you know, what? How could you not have fun when you didn't really have any real responsibilities to worry about for the most part? Ooh, bar yeah. prices—that's something else I miss. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Another texter says, "Do you guys enjoy sneezing? Pretty great feeling." If you ask me, Plumley bro, that's just one of the ones you could have hit just decided to not hit send on well and we literally talked about that earlier this week so yeah I, I thought they might have actually been taking a shot at justin like like trying to really rub it in yeah a texture says watch that talk about mail being better than manual i was just talking about the rank rankings i think mail will beat manual uh when they when that game happens and but it'll, it should be a good game but i'm just talking about the rankings and i think manual is ranked higher than mail yeah manual is better than mail this year I don't think they are, but they, they are. They're they're much. Ma- ma- mail's not that good. They're uh, they're going to play, so we'll find I, out. I, I'm curious. Yeah, and that's the last game of the year, and I think they'll have their quarterback back. But uh, Manuel's starting a true freshman right now. That sounds and, like uh, you're already making any excuses. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm anxious to see how he plays against Ballard. He threw uh, two or three touchdowns in his first game a couple weeks ago. So we'll see. Justin, are you like going to set up your bed and stuff or just, you know, screw it. You'll sleep on the couch. I'm fascinated by the decision and to move and then play 18 holes. It's, it is fascinating. 
I will likely set my bet up. Yeah, but I can't imagine I'm setting too much else up. Quick and easy way to end a conversation with a neighbor. Just say, oh, we're not saying yeah, no. Shame on you, Texter. Wow, Scrooge McDingus. That's right. Project X party at the new Scooch residence. Oh, yeah, we'll be doing that. Come on. We'll be having the first official Big X Sports Radio keg fest at Scooch's new place. Scooch, what was the address one more time? I still don't know it. (laughs) I can only describe how to get there. Mook says, LOL at Nick thinking big boy would reduce the bullying. I'm the youngest of three boys from oldest to youngest. The gap in age is four years. I can tell you the fights and bullying make fight night seem like the wiggles. Well, I I think to my, my, I think what I mean, Mook, is at least they're going to be able to beat each other up. Whereas like, Boy, girl, if they're the same, you know, run the same age, then you, you've got to, dad's got to intervene probably a little bit more. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just uh, being idealistic here, wishful thinking, but like I would have been, there, there's a hundred percent chance if my brother would have been the age of my sisters, then we would have been closer. You know, we would have got to play on the same sports teams together. That would have been fun. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, is Rocky Lombardi the QB that tried to play with the concussion? Seems like the type of guy that's going to try to convince the coaching staff that he's ready to go. I don't remember the concussion thing, but you could be yeah. on to something. I don't either, yeah. Uh, but that being said, even if he is the type of dude that wants to have to play, blah, 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 his coaching staff would need to be smart enough and say, this may not be the, the best get healthy game for you, pal. So we're going to mm-hmm. need you for later in the season. We can win our conference. We can do some fun things in the conference. Uh, this this ain't the this ain't the game for you to come back and be 70% on. This ain't it, as they would say. A texter says, are they sent in the super bad screenshot or maybe a GIF? We can't really tell. Saying, calm down, Greg. It's soccer. It's soccer. It's a great movie. Great line in that movie. One of the more underrated movies of our generation. A texture says, this USA-Japan game is being played in Germany. Oh, that's nice this time of year. People forget that. We'll say it does look like a pro-Japanese crowd for it being in Germany. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of people there. I wasn't sure if that was because of interest or the uh, just just like COVID protocols internationally. I'm not keeping up with that stuff. Texter, John here. Hey, John. Good morning to everyone. I made some cash with Brownie the Elf last night. My Yankees walked off and clinched a playoff spot, so I'm feeling lucky. This weekend for the Cats, I like some prop action. So, Mr. Key to get another touchdown and to go over 59 and a half yards for the game. And, yes, the Cats will win. Also, try this parlay in the NFL. Take a six-point teaser and have the Chargers minus one, the Chiefs half a p- plus a half a point, Dolphins plus 11. I'm betting 20 to win 52. We'll got to go. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Yeah, I, I don't like teasers. Not not a fan there's, of them at all. There's a time and place for teasers, but uh, I'm just good luck, bi- your, good luck to your bets, John. I like the Danky over 59. I think the offense is going to look really good tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I'm of the like just bet the line in like the actual line. Don't be a coward. Yeah. I, I think I think Kentucky's going to cover, but I do like that prop bet there, John. Good luck to you. Rooting for you to win money. Kirby says cut ties with that Jacob kid. Dude sucks. Kirby. Wow. Or no, that maybe that wasn't Kirby. Maybe this one was Kirby. Rocks by 90. Oh, wow. Shots fired at the sports talker. There was a banner hanging on the Trinity gym last night that said property of St. X. Old news, buddy. And that that Twitter is just a video of it, for what it's worth. 
Yeah, but uh, that was a funny kid. prank by the by the Saint X. I'm assuming Saint X kids did it. Although wouldn't it be the perfect crime if some Ballard kids <laughs> did it? Or, or if the Trinity kids were doing it to themselves? Yeah, maybe that's the nobody would think. suspect they would. A <laughs> uh, texture says thoughts on Florida Tennessee. I hate saying it. I think Tennessee is going to blow them out. I would take Tennessee. Oh man, I I want. I, I think I'm going to money on sprinkle Florida. Um, oh, Florida kind of stinks. I think. Right, but also Tennessee, they uh, – Tennessee's got a good offense, and Hooker's a good quarterback, and they've got wide receivers that uh, they, they find ways – Well, to their best open. receiver might not be playing, Tillman. Didn't know that. That being said, I still think Tennessee rolls. It's a big game for the – Minus Oilers. 10 and a half, though. You, you, I don't think anybody can take that confidently. Uh, they, they, you, you are. Uh, I am. I'm telling you to take it. Wow, wow. We, we can make a little Percy bet, too. Okay. A texture says, of course, they're pro-Japan. Old alliances are hard to let go. <laughs> I'm just not touching that one. Last section of the show. Heads up, Blake and Baker tweeted the St. X banner pick. He obviously leans X. Colored me shocked. He's a big X guy. Oh, Kirby, wow. Is the way to go. Wow. TJ Walker and the sheriff. Cut from the same cloth. I don't think he went to St. X. So get get the heck out. I mean, there's so many people in radio that did go to St. X, but I don't think he's one of them. Um, there's a lot of St. X folks in media in this town, unsurprisingly. Uh, but I'll take the Tigers to win by seven points. Mm, nice. And I'll take Manuel to beat Ballard in the two big high school games tonight. And I will take Louisville to beat South Florida by 10. I think the Bulls cover. And I will take Kentucky to win 45 to 10. So they cover as well. Yeah, I'm gonna, you, you, all, you all do yours. I'm going to go 38-13, Cats win. Ooh. So not a cover. Wow. Not a cover. Wow. I'm going to take Cats uh, by 90. Hmm. Ultimately, the, the only thing that worries me about the cover is the way that they've been talking. It sounds like Kentucky's going to run the football regardless even though this team is like they're very bad at pass defense so it would make more sense probably to try to just throw it all over the yard against them um so if the running game struggles continue then then that's the key to it but i, I think this team's going to be so ticked off and ready to rock and roll that uh cats 45 to uh seven 45 seven cats. wow almost basically copying your buddy tj scooch you doing spears on sports today i am yep all right, drop the word potato salad at some point during the broadcast today. All right, let me write that down. Okay. See if I can do that for you. Okay, good stuff. Everybody listen to him at noon here on Big X. Listen to all the original programming at Big X, starting again with the replay of our show. But then uh, you got Matt Tennyson at 11, Spears at noon, and then, of course, Mike Rutherford at 3. Everybody enjoy your Friday. Thanks for all the text this week. This was a lot of fun. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. Enjoy all the football. Go Tigers. Go Cats. Go. It's a party. 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 It's a party.